You're listening to the Ontos Podcast, where we explore the nature of stories in the pursuit of being and truth. I'm Vod. And I'm Matt. And our sentience depends on you. Now cue the intro music. I think I finally discovered why Rashik resents me so very much. He does not believe that an outsider such as myself a foreigner, could possibly be the hero of ages. He believes that I have somehow tricked the philosophers, that I wear the piercings of the hero unjustly. According to Rashik, only a terrorist of pure blood should have been chosen to be the hero. Oddly, I find myself even more determined because of his hatred. I must prove to him that I can perform this task. Okay. Episode 26, chapter 26. Chapter 27. No, epigraph 27. Chapter 26? Yeah, chapter 26, epigraph 27. Okay, fair enough. Hmm. <laughs> so, Vin wakes up in Clubs' shop after pewter dragging, um, making a two-week journey in one... One day, you know, last chapter we had her and Kelsier get there and attempt to save the army and fail, but they were able to find like a small remnants of the army and they're able to bring them back. And so she wakes up and we realize that there is a time skip of 15 days. That was the trip back, you know, that they had with the army to try to sneak them back and hide them and everything. But she says that she still feels the effects of that pewter drag. So, wow, it does take a massive toll on the body. Yeah, that makes sense. Gotta be some drawback. Yeah. I mean, to yeah. running for like 18 hours straight. Yeah. Making a two week trip in 16 hours. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, but yeah, it takes, uh, it takes a massive toll on her. And she, you know, she comes back into the room full of the guys, essentially. Everyone's back together at this point. And they're trying to discuss how the plan is going to continue because they lost their army. So that was a big portion of it, right? It's a little bit of hiccups. A little bit. Yeah. So what they learned, though, is that the garrison is gone. Ham comes back and is like, oh, yeah, they paid us part-timers. You know, they didn't want to pay us, and so they sent us back early. But essentially, the garrison is gone, and they're going to be gone for a long time because supposedly the army, when it engaged the garrison, the the, the, rebel- the Skull Rebellion's army, um, some some of them chickened out and splintered. And it just broke up and started going all different places. Yeah, and, and ran. And so the garrison's out there trying to hunt every down every little bit of the army. And so <sighs> Kelsier's like, guys, we can still do this. And Breeze loses it on him. Mm. He calls him out and says, do you not care about anything? You know, do you not care about the army at all, all those people, which is funny coming from Breeze. This guy has been the the, the joke, you know, jokester, mm-hmm. doesn't seem to take anything seriously. And he, even he's coming out and saying like, dude, do you not realize how many people just died in this fight? And you're just going to go all according to plan. Like, not really. But, you know, Kelsier's like, we can still do this. Do you have no sympathy at all? And Kelsier's like, of course I have sympathy. Um course i have sympathy i care about what happened to them and in the middle of that he goes dead and like just silent goes breeze you don't ever soothe me 
Yeah. And, and, and he, Breeze is like, okay, he didn't realize like Kelsey would be able to re- feel that. And he says something like, Oh, Breeze doubles down. Yeah. Well, he says, he's like, I'm going to use logic if I can't use Allomancy. Yeah. Breeze doubles down. Like, this guy is non confrontational, right? Breeze, up to this point, has been the jokester. He's laid back. He's made slight digs at people, but he's never been like in someone's face. And at this point, Kelsier in that face, that cold stare when he tucks, tells him that Breeze doubles down. Fine. I don't need to soothe you. I'm just going to destroy you with logic because what you did was stupid. Again, everything has been stupid. Breeze calls him out and says, Listen, you're doing this all for your ego. You had the money to for you and Mare to have a good life. All you care now is about being the best Skull crew leader to ever exist, and this is all for your ego. That's why you're spreading these rumors. That's why you're making these people look at you like you're something more than just a normal person. You've known wealth, and now you want to become a legend. Yeah. And, man, like, yeah, it's it's a, it's a bit much. And before Kelsier has time to answer the accusation, uh, counter the ac- accusations. Yeah, essentially before <laughs> yeah. like counter them, answer them, whatever it is. Someone, the uh, I think it's Spook, right? Spook comes down as the watcher, or someone who's watching out comes down and says, "Hey, people are gathering in the square, and we get to realize that it's execution time, and that everyone is required to go. They go house to house looking for all men, and forcing them to come watch as some ska get executed." so Kelsier tells tells the crew we're going all of us come on and he takes them all out to to view this you and when we get there we see that it's in the square they bring all the all the people out to execute them the nobility are just lounging like it's some sort of some sort of show they have like a like essentially like bleachers set up and they're just watching and some of them are yawning they like they could be doing better things than watching these people get their their heads cut off Mm mm-hmm and the squad just watches as four get executed, then four more, then four more. And Brandon really emphasizes that. So it's like between every couple of lines, it's and four more and four more. There's a fountain there and the mm-hmm. fountains start to just spray, get darker and darker of blood. But Kelsier wants them all to watch. And the reason he wants them all to watch is the same way Vin got that reminder in the in the cold, misty night with the boy's throat being slit. The whole group gets their reminder as he's just kind of like monologues for a minute talking about how like, yeah, I, you know, I got y'all in here on false accounts, but I did it because I know y'all are all good people and have good hearts and have a conscience. That's why I chose y'all. Yes, you're right. It was never about the ATM. It was about stopping this. It was about getting rid of this, making sure it never happens again. And he kind of gets them all... (laughs) kind of reels them all in again with the, the the speech telling them how like just showing them the evil that they're trying to get you know overthrow and you can tell that the group isn't satisfied with the answer 100 percent, but they're pacified because doxin goes listen or kelser gives them an ultimatum like you can leave right now you know i'll do nothing to you if you leave go ahead and leave no ill will i won't hate you nothing will go wrong but if you stay, you know, I, th- I think of The Walking Dead. This is not a democracy anymore. Mm-hmm. You, you're, you know, you you do not question my authority anymore. Yeah, you you're going to do what I tell you to do. You could have concerns about the plan. You could have all that, but you're going to listen to me. Yep. And Doxon, I they're they're pretty much pacified because Doxon at this point says, "I don't think we ever doubted you in the sense of the plan. We've never doubted you in what you were thinking with the plan, but we do have our concerns about your behavior." 
and that's where it's left. He says, you know, out of respect, we're not going to. Yeah, it, it, there, there's a little bit more because Kelsier, Kelsier makes a good point. He's like, listen, you guys are all upset about the plan, but um, hey, where's the garrison? They're gone. They're going to be gone for months. That was the whole point of the army was to get the garrison gone. Yeah, I think what I was saying, though, was like the the questioning at that point is left to an end on Kelsier's personal aspects because they kind of let it die at that point. And they agree that they're not really going to keep bringing it up. But you're right. Like after that, and Kelsier gets that, like no one's leaving. He goes, all right. But like, like you see, the plan's still a go. Like you said, the garrison is gone, which means we have a very small window, but we can still pull this off. So the stakes are raised once again. Time is now more of an enemy than it has been ever because they have a small amount of time to pull this off. Well, Vin's looking down there and Kelsier's like, look at how terrible they are. Dachshund's like, look, they're just noblemen. They're all terrible. And Vin notices that there's Ellen down there. And he notices that there are people around him with him, that not all noblemen want this. A lot of them are turning away. A lot of them look disgusted at what's happening. You know, there are a few out there that are just lounging like, why Why are they even having their time wasted with this? But there are notably noblemen out there that aren't reacting that way, that, that don't like what's happening. And Vin makes that note again, like, listen, they're not all evil. Um, they're not all terrible. And the final bit of the plan that is set in place is they're going to sneak the remaining 2,000 soldiers back in to Lufidel. They're going to split them up into squads and they're going to recruit more. And they're going to hope that those, that small group of soldiers and whatever they can scrape together in the next couple of months or so is going to be enough to take the palace. And when that garrison comes back, they're going to use the ATM to bribe them and hopefully take control of the entire city. And that's where we're left with this chapter. One big reveal um, was Vin's father. Yeah, yeah. She, she pointed it out, and it's almost as big a reveal as, you know, the segue into saying, please... If you're enjoying what you're you're listening to, go ahead and give us a follow. You know, share us with your friends if you are enjoying it. Because who knows, if none of them have started Sanderson yet, and you want to get them started on it, maybe refer them to this podcast and uh, get them started on some Mistborn because it's some good stuff. Yeah, it'd be, su- it'd be super awesome. We appreciate everyone who's following. Yes, we and appreciate everyone. Thank you so much. Make our numbers go up. Okay. <coughs> anyway, <laughs> um, so. Vin's father uh, is not just a Praelin, but he is the, the, the Lord Praelin the or whatever Praelin. it's called. Yeah, he's like the the bigger than the, than the Inquisitors, and they're like, oh, is that the name, the Lord Praelin? I'm kidding. It, I, I wrote, I actually wrote it down. It the was, Lord Praelin. Like, yeah, the Lord Praelin. How do you think the Lord Ruler lets that happen? He's the Lord Ruler, and he's gonna let someone walk around as the Lord Praelin? Well, he's the leader of the Ministry, so he's like the Pope, you know. If the Lord Ruler yeah, was but, Jesus, yeah, but that's no, but that's what I was gonna say is like it's like it's like the Pope, right? It's like okay, well, you don't see the Pope walk around going like I'm the God. Well, <laughs> anyway, well, anyway, but um, the so that was one of like the bigger reveals of the time. Um, you know, the other thing that we had was the Lord Ruler was completely soothing everyone within like a yep. huge radius. Yep, Breeze was like. On my best day, I could soothe maybe 200 people. There are tens of thousands of people here. And everyone said, like, Spook was saying, like, essentially he felt like he wanted to jump off the roof. Yeah. Like he just that. wanted to give up. And uh, Kelsier ends up riding their emotions to counteract the Lord Ruler. Mm-hmm. And he's struggling to do it. Just, like, right there, right next to them. Um, 
he's having trouble keep, keeping their keeping them up and so Vin helps him out and like them together allows them to make it into um something that's a bit better or at least get them up to normal yeah the thing though that's super duper interesting right is that Vin's starting to feel it again, right? She points out the same exact thing she pointed out when they invaded the palace the other time, which is, I have my copper on. What the heck is going on? Right. I can still feel this. Right. And Kate, uh, like Kelsey was like, no, no, you can't. <laughs> like, no, you can't. It's, it's like, He's like, you, you, you think you're supposed to feel something, so you do. It's all yeah, in your head. Dude, that, that, that wonderful bit right there is like, you're not allowed to be mad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I, but but no, that's a great point. Like, um, you know, copper is supposed to make you immune. Like, immune is immune. You know, multiply by zero is supposed to be nothing. And but, she but, feels something. But, but yeah, that's the weird thing, right? Because, like, obviously Kelsier thinks it's in his head, in her head. So, like, why isn't he feeling it too? Like, shouldn't the rest of the group with what, what, what is it? With, uh, oh yeah, no, I, I no, wrong. copper, copper yeah, doesn't protect them. Yeah, I was gonna say, but that's the thing. Clubs is running copper, and he still he he says he doesn't feel it. Kelsier doesn't feel it. I don't know. If clubs ever it? mentions not feeling it. I don't think he was ever asked. I would assume. I would assume, and maybe you know, I'm wrong, or maybe I'm looking too much in this, but I would assume that if Vin is talking to Kelsier all out about it, Clubs would be like, "Yeah, I feel it too." If he could feel it, maybe so. And it could be that um, Clubs may be flaring his copper, and Vin isn't. I don't think she said she flared her copper. I think oh, she that's just put true. Her copper that's on. true. What maybe Kelsier's flaring his copper? But regardless, uh, well, no, not Kelsier. Well, maybe Kelsier, but like regardless, um, it shouldn't be that. Like it should be you're using copper, you're immune. Mm-hmm. You know, you're using copper, you're invisible. I mean, these are all things that are like supposed to be things about copper. Um, and That's she true, feels it. But the Lord Ruler is a powerful dude. Well, powerful dude or not, they're supposed to be a point, a point of allomancy, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, um, it's just strange, you know? And of course, you're right. Like, the Lord Ruler is clearly like something different. He's cheating, like the Inquisitors. They're all cheating. Indeed. I mean, we, there's clearly things we don't know yet because, I mean, the Inquisitors exist and we still don't understand how. Yeah. Um, how someone could survive having two big spikes going through their head. And there was a time when, Kel- when even Spook was like, Man, why doesn't Kelsier go out there and do something? And Ben was like, he probably wants to, but he, there's well, there's no point. He's like, there's a whole bunch of there are inquisitors down there, there are soldiers down there, and there's the Lord Ruler just down here in this cab- carriage, and we know he's there because we could feel him. Yeah, I mean, Ven even says she like flared her tin, and she could see the silhouette of him inside the carriage, which I think is like a very man. It's 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 to me, it's it's good writing. Let's take a step really quick back away from here and just like look at it as just like the idea of a villain in my opinion the thing that i like the most i love horror movies right and i hate nothing more than when a horror movie spends the first half keeping the creature or whatever it is out of sight and then the second half you see it and you're like you ruined it like if you just kept it out of sight the entire time as this looming threat it would have been so much scarier that's what the lord ruler is it's just a silhouette of this man sitting in this black carriage and you could just say you could just see that or in this case they can all feel his presence, and that's it. And that is terrifying. No, like, it was kind of weird to see Spook even say, why don't you just go down there? Like, I think all of them are thinking, I don't want to go anywhere near down there. Yeah, well, I mean, Kelsier did try to dive in with, like, thousands of other, bat- you know, people in a battle. Ah, those are normal people. Uh, and, and, but that's the thing. It's <laughs> like, he, It didn't seem like he did it, but he, he's, I'm sure he was doing his whole jaw, jaw-clenching thing. Um, but, I mean, 
like big, you know, a big consequence related to the garrison leaving. But Galshir makes a great point. The garrison is gone. And that was literally the whole point of the army was just to draw the garrison out. And they're well, gone. I mean, it wasn't the whole point. The point of the army was to take the city. And you still have a good portion of it. I mean, yeah. you think about it like if they were going to go out there and they were going to lose, you know, two thirds of the army. But one third was able to stay behind. That doesn't sound like a par- terrible way of going through the plan. No, yeah, for sure now. Like, with the garrison being gone the way it is, they will have the numbers advantage, even if they, if they're able to sneak their 2,000 soldiers back into Luthadel. They will have it. But now they have to really escalate the second part of the plan and actually get a house war going, because otherwise, when the garrison comes back, that it's going to be, you know, it's going to be totally pointless. And the next part of the next chapter, we're going to be seeing what happens with the next part of the plan. Hey guys, it's Matt. Thanks for listening to the Autos Podcast. You'll start seeing regularly scheduled episodes starting November 14, 2022. If you'd like to follow us, please consider subscribing. We're a small project, so please support us with likes and comments because that's what the algorithms crave. If you're listening to the YouTube channel, please hit the notification bell. And if you really want to give us a boost, consider supporting us on Patreon so we can give Vaughn a better mic.